Hello and welcome everyone to the Traction Stage podcast. Traction is what every founder in an early stage startup is looking for. It is the clear evidence that the market wants your product or service and it's when things start getting bigger and better. I'm Alexandre Azevedo and as your host I'll interview startup entrepreneurs from all over the world to better understand which were the elements they've counted on and the challenges they faced before finding traction for their businesses. In today's episode, I'll interview Tahir Mohamed, co-founder of Mpost. Hello everyone, this is Alex again, and here we go to another episode of the Traction Stage Podcast. Today I'll interview Tahir Ahmed Mohamed, co-founder of Mpost. Mpost is a startup from Kenya that enables any mobile phone user to have his or her phone act like a mobile post office. Hello and welcome to the Traction Stage podcast, Wahir. How are you today? I'm fine. Thank you, Alex. Well, thank you. Thank you so much. And first of all, of course, congratulations for Mpost success. And thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you, Alex. Uh, it's a pleasure to be on your podcast. Well, thank you. Thank you. Um, first of all, let's start this interview by understanding what is exactly the problem that you are solving uh, for people in Kenya? The problem Mpost is solving is basically the addressing problem. For the past 100 years in Kenya, if within the existence of the postal service, the Postal Corporation of Kenya had a limit, uh, had a maximum to provide addresses of 400,000 to a population of 400,000 people. Uh, MPOST has come to solve this problem by turning the mobile phone number into an official postal address and the mobile phone into a post office so that you you are able to give out this address as part of KYC documentation, either in the public sector or in the private sector. Okay, so uh, we are tell we are talking here about a service that provides users um, uh, the information that some, for example, mail. Uh, has arrived for them, uh, so they know the information, right? Yeah, so basically what Mpost does, uh, Mpost is a 30-second registration process available in on feature phones and smartphones that turns that, as I said before, it turns your mobile, well, after registration you receive a virtual address that enables you to use that address uh, for example, on e-commerce sites or government forms. And uh, when you give out that address and you receive either correspondence or parcels from e-commerce websites, you receive a notification on your phone. Uh, the, the notification states, gives you two options, whether you can go pick it up on to your nearest post office or have the parcel or 
mail delivered to you at a place of your convenience. So you need to inform uh, the, 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 the person or the company that is sending you this, this mail. You need to inform them some kind of code. Is that correct? Uh, so, uh, yeah, the, you, you need to give out you, your postal address as your mobile phone number. And then we have a, a code for every post office that is nearest to you. So the mpost address basically is your mobile phone number dash the post office code that is nearest to you. Or in other terms, they call it a zip code out in the west part of the world. You give that so that you can receive correspondence or parcels. So mpost can, can tell the user that uh, a mail has arrived or you still have the, the, the pick and drop um, service that can drop the packages uh, on their doors. Yes, very, very, you got it perfectly. Yes. Okay, and, and how did you have or how did this idea come to your mind? What, were, what did you realize on the time and what were you doing when you, when you saw that opportunity? So, uh, Abdul Aziz uh, Mohammed Omar, my founder, uh, he is the CEO of Mpost, came up with the idea, and I am the uh, chief technology officer and co founder. So, we were high school mates for some time, and we parted ways and went to universities. Uh, after some time, Abdulaziz got, uh, applied for a job opportunity in the government of Kenya. And what we can say, he got uh, shortlisted, went for the interview, and got the job in quotes. I say in quotes because three months down the line, he had not heard from the government. And his wife told him, you know, government communicates to uh, the communicates via the post office. So what he did, uh, he remembered the PO box that he gave and uh, that PO box was his mother's. So uh, his mother has no, not lived in Kenya uh, since the 90s. And the key for the post office box, the postal address, uh, was with his auntie 400 kilometers away from Nairobi in Mombasa. So he had to go fetch that key, go to uh, come back to Nairobi, uh, then open the letterbox, and guess what? He found a big brown envelope written Government of Kenya. And opening it up at the post office, he sees he got the job, but the job had expired. Wow. <laughs> Three wow, months that's... down the line. And down Three there, the, yeah, and down there, you know how it's written. Uh, if we do not hear from you in seven days, then we consider you have forfeited the job opportunity. Wow. Uh, but the good, the good thing, uh, he got a good government job. He's the, he was the first 
uh, strategic manager at the unclaimed financial assets. Uh, late uh, after learning his lessons, but uh, he came uh, with that experience. He started asking himself, why didn't he, the post office notify him that he had a letter, and why are we sharing addresses? And that's why when I started was we, uh, the postal service in the past 100 years, during our research, we found out that only 1% of the Kenyan population could get a postal address. And a postal address in this sense is a brick and mortar and a box, a metal box and a key where your letters are placed in a central area. So uh, met up with Abdulaziz after some time and told me the problem, sat at his place, and we came up with a technical algorithm, and the impost was born. We approached, uh, we patented the, pro, uh, the pro product and uh, copyrighted it, and also trademarked it, and then we approached the post office, who, they, who gave us a pilot. Uh, this pilot, we were challenged to give uh, 200 addresses in six months. But guess what? Uh, the demand was so high, in the first day, we did 1,500 addresses. Because uh, the, the people never want, uh, people saw the convenience they saw the security in terms of not sh uh, your parcels are kept in a safe, secure place whereby it is not accessed by other unwanted people. Uh, so we launched the product Mpost in June 2016, 16th of June 2016, and the product was launched in partnership with the National Postal Corporation of Kenya, and uh, by and it was launched by the cabinet secretary Joe Musheru. Well, so, so just uh, just before you continue the the interesting story that there are in fact some interesting points, um, and the first one refers to the idea uh, and the way it happened on Abdullah's mind. Uh, the second point is that. If I understood correctly, you you have you had in the time that uh, the skills needed to develop the solution. Is that correct? Yes. And and this pilot that you have that you mentioned, uh, this first pilot that had a huge demand, um, was this was this pilot really different from the 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 current solution that you have today? Was it an MVP or? Was it really similar to what, what you have today? Uh, since it was the first time this has been done, uh, totally the pilot is totally different from what we have today in terms of access channels to the solution. We began with an SMS solution, but uh, through customer feedback, uh, it was taking uh, more than five minutes to get a virtual postal address. 
through feedback, uh, customer feedback, they told us this can't work. There were so many complaints and we improved that and moved to the USSD channel and the web application and the mobile application channels. So we moved away from the SMS to purely USSD for feature phones and the mobile app and the web channel. Uh, also, I might add the back end also completely changed from what we had during the pilot. We have scaled the back end to better frameworks, programming frameworks, and also better cloud solutions. And uh, uh, from where we had a standalone server. Yeah. Okay, awesome. Awesome to, to know that uh, you launched an MVP, you were able to iterate based on customer feedback. And tell me a little bit about the partnership that you did with Postal Corporation of Kenya. Tell me about the importance of this partnership. Uh, the po uh, as you know, the Postal Corporation of Kenya uh, or Postal Corporations around the world uh, are the only ones mandated to give official postal addresses. Uh, so this partnership uh, is really important because it validates the MPOST solution as an official sol postal solution that has been adopted and is also recognized worldwide by the Universal Postal Union. Not only that, we are able, uh, as you know, the postal services has subsidized delivery and, uh, what do you say, uh, delivery and logistics solutions. Uh, this is subsidized because it is a, the postal service is a human right, according to the UN. And that's why they have a UN body known as the Universal Postal Union. This uh, makes our solution an impact solution that we are able to provide addresses for and delivery solutions to those uh, below the pyramid, uh, those who live under the line of poverty, or those who are trying to make it through getting products from outside uh, and having them delivered to their homes using the MPOST addresses. Uh, the postal service also has the widest network in any country. For example, in Kenya, they have the largest uh, uh, spread out offices. Uh, they have over 638 offices across the country. This enables the MPOST addressing solution to be able to deliver from the cities to even the outside far-flanked frontiers of the country. And what about the alternatives that people have to, to MPOST? Because 
you, you've mentioned about the lack of access of of a huge part of the population to to the conventional um, post uh, post office service, but um, uh, I, I mean, what is the difference in terms of pricing? Why this, does this access is so so difficult? So we, we, without naming names, uh, but uh, with a huge logistics uh, companies, uh, international company, companies, uh, you find if I'm to import something through Alibaba with these companies, I pay 10 times the price I would pay using the postal service. A lot of our 45,000 uh, subscribers who have imported stuff have imported from e-commerce companies. And this, uh, we have done over 39,000 deliveries. And these deliveries on our network, a third of them have been from Alibaba. And if you look at the demographics that have uh, of this are the youth, and these youth have been uh, are using to import goods that they use to resell within the country. Uh, with uh, and and uh, according to our research, we were able to ask them uh, why are they using it. And it's because it is cheap as compared to other logistics companies. It is uh, efficient. That is, it might not arrive within one or two days, but they are willing to wait two weeks so that they are able to get uh, uh, their goods and sell them and to be able to get their daily living out of that. Yeah. Okay, and 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 as I've as I've heard from you, you you used to 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 do a, a lot of a lot of research, a lot of, a lot of service, a lot of customer feedback. This is this is a practice of impulse. Yes, it is. It is. We uh, continuously seek to improve the solution. Uh, uh, and we usually engage our customers through surveys, uh, through SMS surveys, uh, through on-ground surveys and activations, uh, so that we are able to improve the solution and so that uh, uh, we are able to see the impact that Mpost has to the community. Not only for that, also these surveys and uh, not uh, also these surveys and research helps us to scale in new markets and learn from uh, because African markets or developing country markets are almost similar. And tell me a little bit now about the 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 funding part or the funds part. How have you funded uh, this journey so far uh, until the moment that you get traction? You had to develop the, the pilot. How did you fund this, this first part of the, the journey? 
At first, we started out with friends and families and money from our own self. Uh, and then we did a lot of bootstrapping the first two years before we, we uh, got a good angel investor who we raised a seed round from, after which uh, we have been able to now uh, start our, open our series A round, which we are closing at the end of this August. Great. So you were able to, to start generating traction uh, uh, with your family and friends' money, or, or did you need uh, this angel investment to, to really generate traction for Impulse? Uh, we needed the angels round to generate also traction. So okay. uh, the angel round helped us also to move our numbers from where they were to where they are now. Just to build an MVP to make sure that everything from technology operations are working in a proper way so that, uh, that we... <laughs> have not done any marketing to be able uh, to achieve these 45,000 subscribers, but it was through word of mouth. We are planning to use the money that we raised from our Serie A to, do, uh, ta to acquire talent, talent retention, and especially also to do marketing in order to be able to achieve uh, growth in Kenya, and then the, maybe the rest. Uh, the rest also will look to move to Uganda, Rwanda, and also close the East African market. And and what about you? You are mentioning about marketing, and I've seen that you that you have a campaign that provides commissions to to referrals. Is is that correct? Uh, have you have you had any result from that campaign? Yes, we have uh, had a good, uh, actually most of this has come from that campaign, uh, most of the subscribers, and also we have created jobs, uh, virtual jobs, uh, around 3,000 jobs for young men and women who are selling imposts uh, through the referral system and again for every referral again 50 us cents and i've, I've seen during our our conversation i've seen that you have uh, that you are applying many startup concepts and i know that you that you have uh, attended or participated of the startup bootcamp Africtech accelerator program um, tell us a little bit about that program and how did that help on the startup development? Uh, to, to, to be quite honest, uh, our experience at the startup bootcamp opened up uh, so many doors. We were able to 
pivot our business from a B to C to a B to B business also. Uh, we also were able to understand our business model and improve on ourselves. Uh, we also got good mentorship through the startup bootcamp Afritech. We also were able to meet various investors who were who believed in the dream and who came in our pre-series A. So it, uh, what I can say is uh, Startup Bootcamp exposed us to the ecosystem in Africa. We also were able to enter while in the startup bootcamp. We were also able to enter the competitions such as the South African Innovation Summit, where we won first prize. We also entered the Startup World Cup, where we were top uh, the top startup and we went to represent Africa in the startup world cup in San Francisco uh, uh, we emerged top five and also uh, startup bootcamp Africa Africheck also exposed us to corporates large corporates like old mutual Unilever, where we have been able to negotiate commercial agreements where they are buying addresses, prepaid addresses for their clients. Okay, excellent. Many examples of how, how uh, this accelerator program has helped you on your journey. And congratulations for all those prizes. Certainly, you deserve you deserve a lot. Uh, well, Tahir, thank you so much. You're welcome. You're welcome. Uh, Tahir, before we finish this interview, I would love to hear from your experience from all this journey. Uh, what kind of advice could you give to to startup entrepreneurs that that want to 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 build a successful business and and most uh, and more than that, they want to contribute to the world. By bringing solutions uh, as as uh, amazing solutions as as Mpost is bringing to its users, so what would you say to them, Alex? I would tell them to first uh, use whatever resources you have to build an MVP. Build an MVP before going to the market, uh, bootstrap, uh, sell, uh, be able to do a pilot, have your IP correct, that is in terms of copyrights, maybe trademarking, and if it's a really unique idea, Try to spend some resources to patent that idea. Also, go for commercial agreements 
and then now seek fundraising. That is my advice to startups. And also, do not give up. Okay, Tohil. Excellent. Excellent advice and, and many great insights coming from this interview. I, I really uh, thank you a lot for accepting this interview and for telling us and post story or sharing th with us your experience. And thank you so much for being with us. I wish all the best for you and for Ampost team too. Thank you, Alex. I really appreciate uh, the interview. Thank you. Okay, thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. And how about you? Did you like this episode? Please visit us at attractionstage.com and leave your comment. There you will find all the episode's show notes as well as additional information about the founders and their startups. I'll wait for you there. Bye-bye.